Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So I know as moms, it can be so hard to make exercise a priority. With so many things demanding for your time, I know as moms, although we may want to exercise, it's easier said than done. So in this episode, I'm going to give you some simple things that you can do to make time for exercise and get you feeling healthier, stronger, and happier. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Hey, my dear friends, happy new year. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday with all those you hold dear. So I wanted to kick off the new year with a conversation about making exercise a priority. I know it's top on people's minds with new year's resolutions and those sorts of things, but I know as moms, when you have so many demands on your time, Often exercise and probably self-care in general is often like the first to go. And then, you know, you add in the guilt that you feel for not making it a priority. And then exercise becomes this burden, right, that we carry filled with pressure and guilt and things like negative self-body image and feelings of stress and overwhelm, right? I mean, wasn't wasn't self-care supposed to do the opposite? (laughs) right? It shouldn't be feeling like a burden filled with all these negative feelings of pressure and guilt and self-body image and stress and overwhelm, right? But I'm, I'm here to say, though, that fitting in time for exercise doesn't have to leave you feeling this way, right? And I think it starts with a mindset shift, or a few probably. (laughs) So maybe perhaps you have felt feelings of guilt for taking time for exercise. So maybe it's your spouse just worked a long day and then when he gets home, you go exercise and you feel guilty about that. Or maybe you feel guilty for spending money on a sitter so that you can go exercise or getting a membership somewhere, right? Maybe you feel guilty for asking a family member to come watch the kids. 
Or maybe you feel guilty for letting the kids watch TV so that you can exercise, right? The, the list goes on and on, right? But I encourage you to try to take a different perspective here. So maybe you're feeling guilty about your partner shouldering kid duty after work. What if you traded off with him? So you had your days, he had his days, where you could do something for yourselves. I mean, if that helps you feel better, why not, right? Or maybe it's that you're feeling guilty for spending money. What if instead you thought of this as an investment in your health, both physically and mentally? Or maybe if money just is too tight, what if you got a little creative here? Why don't you see if some moms want to trade off watching kids so you can each spend some time exercising or bring the kids to the park and exercising nearby while they play on the play equipment. Or maybe it's that your kids watch TV while you exercise. Girl, TV is a great and valuable tool to use. I feel wholeheartedly about this. Like your kids can watch some TV so that you can get some exercise in for your well-being. What matters more, TV time for your kids or not letting them have TV time and sacrificing your physical and mental health, (laughs) right? Let that ish go. Let it go and use it if you need to, right? Or maybe it's that you feel frustrated and a bit resentful, right? I just, like, maybe you're thinking, I just want time for myself. Why is that so hard? Or maybe you're just feeling like, oh, there is no time for me to exercise with all these things and people (laughs) demanding my time, right? It can be a big burden to carry, right? Where you know that this is going to help you. But there's so many other things taking your time. It feels like there's no time for you. So that feeling of frustration and maybe a bit of resentment, it's totally normal, right? But I'm here to tell you that finding time for exercise is completely possible. Even with all the things demanding your time, you just need a plan, some strategy, and some simplifying, right? It is possible have to create some boundaries around that priority. You know, or maybe you have feelings of just feeling down about exercise. Like, I'm so out of shape. I hate how my body looks. I can't do what they're doing. So why even try? But I'm here to tell you, like, every single person starts somewhere. And exercise is so much more than how your body looks. How do you feel? Do you feel healthier, stronger, energized? Just because you may not be seeing the results in your physical appearance, how do you feel on the inside? And exercise is not a one-size-fits-all. I encourage you to find things that you enjoy and that fit into your lifestyle and go from there. Or maybe exercise 
feels like such a burden because you feel like the should of it is riddled with pressure, right? You're so tired and you feel like you should exercise because that's what everyone's telling you to do and it totally weighs you down. There's a lot of that too. There's like the whole flip side of physical exercise. It's like the wanting to do it and feeling like you can't and feeling like you should do it, but just not having it in you, right? Remind yourself, I am living in my season, doing what feels genuine to what I need. I am living in my season and doing what feels genuine to what I need. So for example, maybe you have a newborn at home and you're insanely sleep deprived. So maybe your exercise in this season is to walk around the block with the stroller. It's okay to let go of the need to have perfection and to constantly be striving. Constantly trying to be better, right? It's about living in your season and honoring the space that you are in in the moment and giving it respect. That is true self-care, my friends. Right? That's true self-care. Maybe you're feeling a lot of guilt about your struggle to commit to things, right? Like, I missed another exercise time. I might as well just stop now, right? Maybe that's what's holding you back is your struggle or fear of failure or setbacks, right? But I'm here to tell you that setbacks are not failures. They're learning opportunities, right? So maybe the type of exercise you're doing isn't vibing well with you. Maybe that's why you're struggling to commit to it because it's not really what you want to be doing for exercise. Or maybe it's that the time of day that you're trying to work out isn't working for you. Maybe you have early risers in your house and the kids are always interrupting your exercise time and you don't feel like you get a good workout in. Or maybe it's like other external circumstances, like a partner's work commitments are taking away from coverage for the kids. So maybe you try to find a creative way to get past that where your husband isn't your coverage, right? When we use these setbacks to learn something, all we need to do is reassess and possibly use some creativity to make it happen. And then it allows you to honor yourself, right? And do exercise that works for you. So setbacks are really a great way to figure out what's like centered to you, what's aligned with you. Okay? That's all setbacks are. They are not failures. They are learning opportunities. Like, for instance, for me, I know that I had to learn this the hard way, that during the week, I can truly only commit to running for a half hour tops. I used to try to run or exercise way longer than that. But what I realized is that 30 minutes is my 
sweet spot. I can commit to that because it's not too long of a time that it feels more like a burden and stressful to try to fit in an hour like I was trying to do. 30 minutes, (laughs) I am way better at committing to it, right? It's more sustainable for me. You know, does, does all of this make sense? I hope so. I hope this is helping. Now, in order to make exercise a priority, it really starts with the mind, right? Like w- what we've been talking about and letting go of those beliefs that are holding you back. But I know that the hardest thing to overcome as a mom trying to exercise is finding the time. <laughs> I've been there. I'm still there sometimes, right? I just have to reassess and try to figure out some ways to simplify it. So what I want to do is give you some super simple ways to simplify things so you can make exercise a priority. Okay, so going through my principles for simplifying, let's start with streamlining. So this is like, where can you save steps? So let let me give you a few examples. Maybe you use family time for exercise, a hike, a bike ride, whatever, right? Maybe instead of going to the gym, you work out at home. Saves you the step of driving there and back. You can maybe do that without other adult coverage, right? Like using TV or during nap time or something like that, right? Maybe you organize a walking group with coworkers during your lunch break right? You're already at work. You already have coverage for the kids. Maybe you use that time for exercise. Or maybe with mom friends while the kids are at dance class, whatever, you know? Or maybe you bring the kids to the playground, like I said earlier, and they play while you and some friends exercise nearby. Now, moving on to another principle, something you could ask yourself is like, what systems could I have in place that are going to save me time And like make working out that much more doable. So like simple, simple things like lay out your gym clothes the night before. Maybe it's keeping a stroller somewhere that makes it easy to go for a walk. Maybe it's keeping all of your running gear in the front closet. Headphones, you know, uh, fitness watch, uh, you know one of those like winter headbands, gloves, like all that stuff, right? Or maybe if your kids are kind of bugging you in the morning when you're trying to work out, maybe you have it all set up so that their clothes are laid out and their tablets are ready for them to go and you communicate with them and let them know, hey, if you wake up early, feel free to grab your tablet, get dressed, and then you can lay in bed for a little while and watch TV till mommy's done exercising. That's okay. (laughs) I know for me, I hate when my kids bug me when I'm trying to exercise. I don't feel like I get a good workout in and they're like trying to climb all over me. So if giving them a little bit of TV time, if they wake up early, is going to help minimize the stress of all that time, go for it, right? That's a system that you can have in place, like planning ahead for your kid's morning so that they don't bug you while you try to exercise. Or if you have babies at home, Maybe you have your partner do morning duty, the morning feed while you exercise. Okay. Now, moving on to another principle, what about planning ahead? So, of course, 
a big one is putting it on the calendar, like blocking off that time so that nothing else can take over that time. And then tell whoever you need to tell so that they know the expectation that this blocked off time is for me to work out. Right? So maybe you work out every morning 6 to 6.30 and you communicate that to your husband and he knows, okay, from 6 to 6.30, I'm on kid duty so that she can go work out. Or planning ahead, like maybe you're breastfeeding. So maybe you plan ahead by pumping ahead of time and then having your partner feed the baby while you exercise. Or planning ahead, maybe instead of inviting a friend to lunch, ask if she wants to go for a walk instead. Like maybe it's that you're, you're going to have a really busy day and you're not going to be able to fit exercise in otherwise. And you're already planning an outing with this friend, maybe you fit an exercise there. So instead of going to lunch, you go for a walk. Or maybe you consider getting up earlier in the morning for exercise. But I want you to be careful here. Do this only if you want to and it feels good, not because you feel like you should. I think often the like early bird gets the worm, you know, is like something people live by that like people are most productive first thing in the morning. But not everybody is like that. You have to do what feels good to you. And if you feel like you are a morning person and you just need like a little getting used to it, right? Like you need to get back in the flow of that, then maybe you consider getting up earlier in the morning to exercise. Now, what about routines? Like what routines could you put into place to make exercising more doable? So maybe it's that you have after dinner walks with your family, Or maybe you work out every day from 6 to 6.30 a.m. Or 5 to 5.30 p.m., right? Or maybe a routine that you have is that when you do laundry, you do it on Sundays so that you have a refresh of all your, like, workout gear and clothes for the week. So you're not dealing with, like, dirty laundry midweek when you're trying to go exercise. And then all that gear goes right in your gym bag. So you're not looking all over the house for it all. Or maybe a routine that you set in place is on Fridays you go for hikes with your kids. And you know that's your form of exercise for that day. And then, you know, in a similar vein, what is something you can decide once about? So then this clears like the mental clutter, right? Like you're not having to re-decide this all the time. And you can just like make a plan and then just follow that plan. Of course, like reassess down the line if like that plan isn't working. But the idea here is to like eliminate some of that mental overwhelm and mental clutter. So maybe it's that you're just going to commit to exercise three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, done. You don't worry about it Tuesday. You don't worry about it Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And maybe that's because your spouse is home those mornings, whatever, just make it work for you, right? Or maybe you decide once that your focus is going to be on yoga. You cut out all the other stuff, like no spin classes, no running. I'm just going to commit to doing yoga. Or maybe you designate nap time as exercise time. And that means no chores, nothing else. That is your time to exercise. And I want you to let go of any guilt of all the other things demanding your time and use that time for exercise. Make it a priority, right? 
Or maybe that you commit to doing spin on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 to 10.30. And you block that out on your calendar. So nothing else can impede that time, right? Like if someone asks you to help with this fundraiser and it's Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock, you can tell them, nope, sorry, I, I do spin on Tuesday mornings. And that's okay. You're making exercise a priority. So it's okay to say no. That's a boundary you have set for yourself. Okay? Does that make sense? And, you know, another big way to simplify is to ask yourself, what can I delegate and, like, what can I eliminate? So maybe and a lot of this, like, overlaps, right? Like, a lot of these principles we've already talked about are ideas we've already talked about. And the principles, like, really overlap with each other. So maybe your partner feeds the baby while you exercise. Or maybe you schedule someone to come to the house to watch the kids or trade off with another mom. Or the kids get dressed and make their own breakfast while you exercise. Or you use a gym daycare, like the YMCA, where the kids go to daycare while you exercise, all in the same spot. Or maybe the kids watch TV while you exercise. See how, like, this is a lot of what we've already talked about, but it's in the vein of, like, delegating, right? A lot of these principles overlap, but they still apply. So, and maybe it's, like, eliminating things, right? So maybe you say no to some commitments. To free up time for exercise. Like we talked about with like someone wanting you to run a fundraiser at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. And you can tell them, no, sorry, I do spend on those days. Or maybe it's that you eliminate hour-long workouts and commit to 30 minutes, right? These are all great ways to free up your time and make it more doable. And, you know, of course, following the true method is also helpful and making exercise doable and sustainable and aligned with who you are, right? So for those who don't know, TRUE Method stands for taking stock of your needs, energy, and desires. Like, what do you need? What do you desire in a situation? And then I want you to realign with what matters to you. So once you figure out, like, what you need or what you desire, focus on that, right? And then unburden yourself from what doesn't matter to you. And then a big piece of this is eliminating the negative thought patterns that are holding you back, right? Like letting go of the need for long workouts or using the TV to babysit or letting go of the guilt for stopping at the gym on your way home from work, even if it means more time away from the kids because it makes you feel good, right? That's following the true method. Or Allowing others to help you, right? That can be a holdup. We talked about this a bit in the beginning. Or maybe it's just simply telling your kids no when they want you and you're about to walk out the door for a class. Or maybe it's the flip of this, right? It's choosing to rest even though you have a workout plan because that's what you need. This is so crucial to exercise. It's the most sustainable way to exercise. It's the way to look at exercise in a way that's going to keep you centered and grounded and aligned with who you are. Right? So I dive more into this in a new program that I am offering called Focused on Fitness. So in this program, I'm going to help you find time for and commit to exercise without pressure or strict regimens, right? 
And I'm going to help you like create an exercise plan that fits into your life and feels manageable and sustainable. My goal with this program is to really get you feeling healthier, happier, and stronger to start off the new year. And you can learn more by visiting www.alyssalinquist.com slash focused on fitness to learn more. So I will, I will also put this in the show notes for you. So you can just click on the show notes if that's helpful for you too. So you see, mamas, this is doable. Exercise doesn't need to feel burdensome. It doesn't have to leave you feeling guilty or overwhelmed or stressed or feeling bad about yourself. You just need to let go of how we think we should look, how it should look, get creative, make a plan, and it will become a priority in no time. But I, I just want you to be careful and make sure you stay kind to yourself on your exercise journey. Until next week, friends. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.